Estrela alva brilha em mim Brilha a luz que é no Please stand by. meu We'll be streaming live soon. Good morning. I'm Rick Bonfim from Rick Bonfim Ministries. And it's a privilege and a, a great joy in my heart to share with you this morning. And I want to tell a little bit about myself. I'm an evangelist. And uh, under the mercy and grace of God. And uh, I'm trying to share on the prophetic. And today I want to uh, move further in our studies on the prophetic by introducing to you a different concept and a different idea that supplements and bases how powerful the prophetic is. And I want to read to you uh, Matthew chapter 8, and he says this, When he was come down from the mountain, a great multitude followed him. And behold, there was a leper. And worship him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be you clean. And immediately leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, offer the gift that Moses commanded, for testimony unto them. What happens when a miracle occurs is a release of authority. The prophetic brings authority in your, in your life in terms of personal ministry. Let's say you're an evangelist, you're a pastor. When you understand the prophetic gift of the Holy Spirit, it, it helps you to assume Authority. I'm going to explain that a little bit. Today, I want to add to the definition of prophetic uh, uh, and, and, and share with you as a gift of the Holy Spirit. According to 1 Corinthians 12, it says in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14, 2, a definition that Paul introduced on how to understand the prophetic, it says, it, it, it's, it's a gift for edifying, exhorting, and comforting. These three bases operates on the gift of the Holy Spirit. So first, I want you to understand the word prophetic and healing as a gift. It works under the rules and the normal procedures on how a gift operates. And of course, we have a series in our ministry, where you can hear that. Uh, I call this gift a vocal gift. The prophetic is a vocal gift. How do I see that? I see that this way. Three gifts of revelation. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. Three gifts of power. Faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healing. Three gifts of vocal. Prophecy, tongues, and interpretation. So it is a vocal gift. Prophecy here is a vocal gift. Why is a vocal gift? It's because it is spoken. It is saying. A lot of people say, well, that's just Paul's idea. Paul is the one who introduced that idea. And, of course, uh, uh, Jesus did not actually was a part of that. Well, I beg to differ. 
Because as you study scriptures in the miracles of Jesus, the prophetic in Jesus is, is guiding his ministry in everything he does. So, let's take a look at this then. In Matthew chapter 8, a leper comes to Jesus saying, Lord, if you will, <clears throat> you can make me clean. If you will, you, you, you can make me clean. It's a vocal request. The leper simply requested. Jesus puts his hand forward first and touches the man. Now Jesus knew that the law of cleansing had to be obeyed. In Leviticus chapter 13 and 14, if you read chapter 13 and 14 of Leviticus, uh, a Jew should not touch the unclean. So what happened when Jesus says, I will be cleansed? The word healed the man. <clears throat> his touching did not cleanse the man. Listen to this. The tu his touching the man did not cleanse the man. What rather the word cleansed. By the time his hand touched the, the man, the man was already healed. Why? Because Jesus could not touch an unclean man. By the way, you can read this again in Leviticus chapter 13 and 14. So Jesus is operating here on a prophetic vocal gift, the word in him. In prophesying, the vocal carries the power. In prophesying, the vocal carries the power. And of course, I told you in the beginning that this gives you authority. Because prophesying is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Now that's, that's, that's uh, something I want to call your attention to. If you want to operate on the gift of prophesying, according to scriptures, you're going to have to understand how the gifts operate. Because without understanding them, you form your own rules. And before too long, nothing happens. I might not be a tall evangelist. I might not be a, a, a cleansed, completely evangelist. I'm a sinner repenting before God. But I can tell you this. I have fruits. And I have a lot of fruits. A lot of people healed. It's not me. It's the Holy Spirit operating in me. And I'm obeying the rules that guide me to operate under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But there are rules. So if it is a gift, it has power in it. If it is a gift, it has power in it. If it is a gift, it has power in it. Because the Holy Spirit gifts are powerful. Now, <clears throat> how are we doing so far? I just want you to hear this today. It's an important teaching. Now, in prophesying, the vocal carries the power. In prophesying, the vocal carries the power. If you examine all the miracles of Jesus, you'll find the vocal pronouncements that has power to heal. All over the 34 miracles, which you call 40 or 40, 30, has power. 
Let's take a look at that. Look at what uh, the end of this chapter. And Jesus said unto him, See that you tell no man. See that you tell. Tell. <clears throat> See that you tell no one. There's power in the tell. So, <clears throat> why is that the case? Why Jesus is minimizing a testimony of the man that was healed? Because the purpose of the first advent, the coming of Christ, was to bring forgiveness of sins. Was to bring the concept of grace. He took upon himself the sins of the world. That's the purpose and the message of the cross. And so he's suppressing anything that took the main reason for his incarnation. Don't tell anyone. It's not the main goal and the purpose to have people healed. The purpose that I have for is to die on the cross, taking the sins of the world upon myself. Now, take a look at Matthew chapter 8. Another story, 5 through 13. A centurion came to Jesus, asking for his servant. Jesus said, I will come. The I here is, is practically and very, very much critically important. The emphasis is not I will come, but I will, I. The vocal, I, I will, I. It's not on coming, but on the I. The I means I will heal. I will come. The vocal carries the power, not the movement in this case. The centurion knew something that most people have not been able to understand in this area. The centurion answered, listen to this, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But speak the word. That's, 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 in, that's in Matthew 8, 5 to 13. Get your Bible. I'm not making this up. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that should come under my roof, but speak the word. Remember now that as a gift of the Holy Spirit operates in your life, and the Holy Spirit moves in your life, and this gift operates in your personal ministry. A lot has to do with what you say. Because if you say what you say, it's going to be done. Speak the word only. <laughs> of course, I wrote it down on my, on my, on my pad, but, uh, but I want to go to Scripture and read. I'm looking for the King James. It's chapter 8. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. In other words, just the word, just speak the word only. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come and he comes. And to my servant, do this and he does it. 
So the soldier had to obey because in his person resided the authority of the emperor. The same way disease had to obey Jesus because his, in him was the authority of God. Got it? Do it again. The soldier had to obey because in his person resided the authority of the emperor. The same way that the disease, which was paralysis, had to obey Jesus because in him, Jesus, was the authority of God. Illness has to obey the authority of God because you are speaking a prophetic word where there is illness, where there is sickness, in the name of Jesus. Here's another one into into uh, 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 Matthew eight sixteen. When even he had come, they brought him a man who were possessed of devils, and he cast them out the spirits with his word. With his word, he cast out the demons with his. In the evening come, they brought unto him Jesus, a man possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word. Remember Isaiah 53, 4? He took, he took himself, he himself took our infirmities and bare our diseases. This is only possible if you prophesy as a gift. If the gift of the Holy Spirit moves into your life, there's a manifestation of the prophesying. So it's not something you just keep on talking and keep on saying and keep on helping here and helping there. It is a move of the Spirit. Now, I started this teaching not too long ago, about maybe a year or two years ago. And today is a critical day because I'm moving from from. Prophesying, edifying, building, and comforting, and telling you how that's done. Edifying, building, and comforting here has a lot in it that we not have talked to that and never dealt with yet. <laughs> but now we're going to pow, pow, pow. Why? Because there's power in it. There's power on touching. There's power on prayer. You know, if you go to Brazil with me, you're going to lay hands on a lot of people and you say in English, nobody speaks English where we are. And you say in the name of Jesus. You are under the authority of God speaking the word into someone else. In the name of Jesus means the authority, the power that is in the name of Jesus, in the person of Jesus, in the balance, in the, in the reasoning of Jesus, in the holiness of Jesus is imparted upon you. And by the power of the Holy Spirit in you, you will say in the name of Jesus. That's word. That's power. It's only possible, I'm going to say it again, if you see prophesying as a gift. Now, remember this, which is in 1 Corinthians 12, 7. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. <coughs> To each one for the common good. 
for the common good. When there is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life to prophesy, it's for the common good. It blesses the congregation. It blesses the people. It blesses those that are around you. It means everybody will profit from it. Not just you. Or just one or two or three. But everybody. So let us then take a a, a look into this lesson today. And see this marvelous gift operating. Because it is... It is essential that you get there. But before that, uh, uh, let me continue into uh, chapter 8, beginning with uh, of Matthew, beginning with uh, verse 10. Matthew chapter 8 in verse 10. Now, I'm in two, it's still under the story of the leper, chapter 8 of Matthew. Okay, let's get together here. Chapter 8 of Matthew. Get your Bible open down there in chapter 8 of Matthew. Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8. When Jesus heard it. Now, what is that Jesus heard it? He heard the words that came out of this centurion. If I tell him to do it, he will do it. This soldier will do that. If I say that, he will do In other words, uh, 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 When Jesus heard what the centurion said, he marveled. He marveled at the faith of a Gentile and the unbelief of the Jews is the is the is the comparison. But the Gentile believed the Jews rejected. And said to them that followed. And said to them that followed. Every time you wrote the scriptures, and you say, and Jesus said, you are hearing the word. Every time that you hear the scriptures say to you, and, and Jesus said to them that followed. Now, let's take a look. I want to slow down. And said, when Jesus heard it, and said to them that followed. One more time. When Jesus heard it, heard it, Jesus heard it and said to them that follow, which were many. So he heard the centurion and he looked to everybody else and began to talk to them. Remember I told you that one of the things this gift does is that operates for the profit of all. It's a, it has to operate from the profit of all. So look, look, look at what's going to happen here because you see Jesus heard the centurion tell how he handles his business. And he turns to everybody else and heard and told them to them that followed. He said to them that followed. He said to them, prophet of all. Verily, I say unto you. Wait a minute, the word's coming. Verily, I say unto you. It's coming. I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. It simply means that at that particular moment, this, this centurion is receiving Christ as the Son of God. The, the, what the centurion said, now if you go back to, to verse 8, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed, which he, he was healed. So now the gift of healing took place, and now he is ministering to that crowd. All of that is prophetic. It's a move of the Holy Spirit. 
Now that's the way you interpret scripture. Because the word has to be discovered in what you're reading. You need to hear that the word of Jesus is what you want to hear, nothing else. And, and I say unto you, now, when he said, I say unto you, that comes prophetic. That many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. That would come into the Abrahamic covenant in Genesis 12, 1 to, 1 to 3. We don't want to get in there. But let's take a look at this. Many shall come from the east and the west. Now, it's kind of interesting because we are ministering here to this ministry to a lot of people from the west. West, if you go to Canada and you get up to uh, 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 west and go that way, you know, it's California side, and you go down there to Asia and East Asia and all those countries coming to uh, China and, and, and uh, Russia, Many will come from there. There are many people from there coming. And coming also from the east, which is Europe and Africa. And shall sit down with Abraham. Now, Isaac and Jacob, you're talking about uh, father and son down here. In the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. They will die without God. Therefore going to hell because of rejecting Christ. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way. And as you have believed, so be done unto you. Just like Eli talking to Hannah. May God grant you your request that you've been praying for a long time, which was to have a baby because Hapinah uh, 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 had many and taunted Hannah. And suddenly uh, the voice of Eli, the, the priest, spoke exactly prophetically in the Old Testament. It is right now. The children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing teeth will die without God. And Jesus said in the centurion, Go your way as you have believed. So be done unto you. And his servant was healed in that self-same hour. So the prophetic has power in it. Power to heal. Power to deliver. Power to cleanse. So let me just cover what we've been saying here today, we got six minutes or so. Prophesying is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Number two, it is a vocal gift of the Holy Spirit. Number three, prophesying operates in the power of the Word of God. Because it is a vocal gift. Now, you never heard this from me. But it's a continuation of this, this teaching on the prophetic today and opening the door in the area of healing. Now, before we go to this morning, I'd like for you to listen 
the Gospel of John. And uh, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. In life, in the life was the light of man. In the light shines in darkness. In darkness comprehended not. It remains. The Word of God, the Word, the Logos, the Word of God. Jesus is the eternal Logos. So number one, prophesying is a gift of the Spirit. Prophesying is a vocal gift. Prophesying operates in the power of the Word. And number four, it is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. It's not activated by yourself. It begins with God. It's not something you do because you have a feeling. It is God manifesting Himself in you in order to do personal ministry. I hope that you'll be able to this morning to uh, listen to this lesson several times. Lotterain.com is, uh, is a ministry that uh, Andy Hines runs it in our studio in Athens, Georgia. And, and I'm here with you in this little chalet that we're spending the weekend here. Uh, uh, this little fireplace, it's a great blessing to me. There's a large table here and, of course, large windows. And we are just uh, enjoying ourselves on our Lotterain.com. If you uh, would like to uh, uh, would like to be prayed for, simply call 706-353-1546 and ask to talk with Rick, and I'll be glad to pray with you. You go into the website, Lateran is L-A-T-T-E-R-A-I-N, L-A-T-T-E, Rain, R-A-I-N.com. And if you'd like to uh, uh, hear this again, simply go into our website, and God will bless you. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, by your Spirit, God. Your Word becomes the power in us. I thank you, Lord, for this lesson today that empowers the prophetic lifestyle to where we are deeply involved in hearing your voice, applying your voice, <coughs> and healing under the authority of the Holy Spirit. And by the power of God this morning, I come against every sickness, every disease, every voice, every idea that does not forgive unconditionally in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I pray that those of you in Asia, those of you in Africa, those of you in North America, those of you in South America, as you hear this word today, will understand clearly the power of the prophesying gift of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I pray, God, that by the power of your Spirit, every pastor that hears today will be able to apply the word in the altar as he invites or she invites people to come and kneel and, and, and anoint with oil 
and pray boldly that God heal, deliver, set free. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray, God, that those who are weak this morning remain strong. I pray those that are seeking direction and purpose for their lives will not make a mistake, but believe the word, hear the word, and apply the word so you can hear the voice of God. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.